Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard, and I'm in London this week, but back in Los Angeles is Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. How are you? Hey, Keith. Yeah, I'm doing okay. There's a lot of earthquakes while you're gone. Yeah, I heard about that. I hope my house is still standing. That would be nice to know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm a little worried. Everything's okay? I think you're good. It was pretty minor in the grand scheme of things for LA, so I think you'll be fine. Okay. Well, um, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and occasionally earthquakes on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got chart news about Chris Brown, Lizzo, and Whitney Houston. We also have some news about Ariana Grande getting emotional during her concert over the weekend. And Justin Bieber, Mariah Carey, John Mayer, I'm shocked that Katie would put John <laughs> Mayer into the news, and more pop stars partaking in the Bottle Cap Challenge. Plus, we have an interview with Max and Quinn92. The duo talk about the success of their top 40, 40 radio hit, Love Me Less, the song's quirky video, and what each singer has planned next. So stick around for our chat a little bit later. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com podcasts. So let us check out some of those big headlines over on billboard.com. First up, Ariana Grande got a little emotional on stage over the weekend while performing R.E.M. from her Sweetener album during her concert in St. Louis on Saturday night. She took to social media on Sunday to explain her tears and to thank fans for their support. Tour is wild. Life is wild, she wrote. I'm grateful for the sea of love I have around me every day and for the people who come to these shows and give us every ounce of energy they've got. I'm grateful for the opportunity to sing to thousands of people every night. It's a dream come true. No matter how hard it gets or how many feelings come up that are screaming at me to be processed and sorted through one day, I'm grounded by gratitude and promise not to give up on what I've started. In her note, Grande also admitted that she feels everything very intensely and that she, quote, committed to doing this tour during a time in my life when I'm still processing a lot, adding, Sometimes I cry a lot. I thank you for accepting my humanness. I'm not sure what I did to deserve to meet so many loving souls each night slash to feel so much love, but I want you to know that it really does carry me through. So as for what Grande might be processing, she's likely referring to three major events that have happened uh, to her over the past two years. Of course, the death of her ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller, and her breakup with fiancé Pete Davidson, plus the 2017 bombing outside her Manchester Arena concert that killed 23 people. So, as she said, she has a lot to process and sort through, um, and hopefully she gets the time to do that so she doesn't, you know, have to go on stage in front of tens of thousands of people and do it, you know? Yeah. Well, question yeah. is: is the song is the song REM a particularly emotional track? Is it about someone, or do you know, or am I throwing you a curveball? Um, all of the above. <laughs> okay, crap. All no, right, no. Sorry. Um, 
I I know that it is an emotional song, but I guess I don't uh, I don't know specifically if it is you know about Pete or about you know what I mean. Like it's from the Sweetener album, so it's you know it was written when she was still with Pete and before Mac passed away. So I know that you know the meaning has nothing to do with with you know the breakup or the death of Mac. I can tell you that much. I I did see some fans tweeting at her telling her, you know, if you need to remove this song specifically from your set, like do it. Like don't sing it just because you feel like fans like it, you know, and you need to sing it. So like if this song is triggering for her, like let it go. She has so many of these like very personal songs, some that even literally name check the people I just mentioned. Um, and so it's got to be a little challenging to go up on stage every night and uh, kind of relive all of those emotions. On to much lighter news. There is a new viral challenge taking over the internet, and your favorite pop star might have already partaken in it. It is called the Bottle Cap Challenge. It's funny, we've had so many of these viral challenges, a lot of them linked to pop songs or, you know, music in some way, like Drake's In My Feelings Challenge. This one is not, you know, musical-based, but for some reason, famous musicians have really taken to it. (laughs) So it was started by... MMA fighter Max Holloway, and it requires the participant. Sure. Of course, <laughs> we don't often talk about MMA on the Pop Shop. <laughs> um, it requires the participant to remove the cap of a bottle just by kicking it. Um, of course, an MMA fighter might be able to do this a little better than the lay person, but um, uh, he challenged John Mayer to take part next, and John accepted the challenge. I'm assuming. I don't know this for a fact. I don't know their relationship, but I'm assuming. You know, in John's workout regimen, he probably crosses paths with this person, and and that's why he challenged John. Um, so John did it and uh, executed flawlessly. Uh, I have to give my you know give John Mayer credit in every Pop Shop episode, just like Keith has to give Madonna credit in every Pop Shop episode. Um, uh, other musicians who have accepted the challenge so far include Justin Bieber, who posted his over the weekend, uh, Diplo, Ellie Goulding, and. Probably the one, in my opinion, who won the challenge. Keith, have you seen this yet? Oh yes, of course <laughs> I have. My God, it's all it's all over it's all over my social media and Instagram and Tumblr. I've seen it, I think, in four different places already without even trying. To it's find like it. people might as well stop even trying this challenge because Mariah won. Um, she removed the bottle cap just using her incredible, famous sky high vocals. Uh, she makes it seem like she's about to kick the bottle cap off, but then instead she does one of her super, super high whistle notes, and and the bottle cap just flies off on its own. So that is a must-watch if you have not yet seen it. Oh, Mariah, we love you. <laughs> we love you so much. Okay, well, um, let's do some chart chat as we segue from Mariah and her <laughs> bottle caps to some chart chat this week. Uh, first up on the Billboard 200 Albums chart, there's a new number one album as Chris Brown collects his third number one with Indigo. The set debuts atop the list and is one of five albums that bow in the top ten this week. Indigo is joined by the Black Keys' Let's Rock at number four, Chance the Rapper's 2013 Acid Rap mixtape at number five. And you may be wondering, why is this mixtape exactly? Why is this mixtape in the top ten all of a sudden? Well, it was only previously available as, like, just a free download. It was never properly released. And so um, 
uh, Friday before last, I think it was June 28th, was uh, the first time it was available at retail and on streaming services. And so that activity drives it onto the chart for the very first time. So Chance the Rapper now has his, actually his highest charting album wow. ever because this surpasses the peak of Coloring Book a couple years ago. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> um, just Katie's just laughing. Also, we have a time delay between London and L.A. Oh, fun. <laughs> this is how conversation um, goes via London to Los Angeles. Yeah. Super, super easy. It totally flows. <laughs> um after Chance the Rapper, we also have uh, debuts from uh, super producer Mustard. Uh, his star-studded uh, Perfect 10 album uh, debuts at number eight. And uh, J Balvin and Bad Bunny's collaborative release Oasis starts at number nine. So a very busy top 10 on the Billboard 200 this week. Next up, over on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart... Little Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus hits a 14th week on the chart. 14th. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about this forever, so I'm just going to I'm just going to move right along because elsewhere in the top 10, Lizzo gets her first top 10 single as Truth Hurts jumps from number 11 to number 6. Yay, Lizzo. Uh, the track Exactly. Yay, the track has gains in radio sales and streams and has become quite the breakthrough hit for the performer. Yeah, it's an amazing song, and you should definitely do yourself a favor if you have not seen it already. Go watch Lizzo's performance of Truth Hurts on the BET Awards. It is definitely a showstopper. She breaks out the flute, and she even got Rihanna up on her feet in the audience. And if you're just going to do a deep dive on Lizzo on YouTube anyway, you might as well watch her performance of Juice on the MTV Movie Awards while you're at it, where she pays homage to Sister Act 2 as one does on an award show. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I feel like this is, Lizzo's been around for a couple of years, but I feel like obviously this is her it's year. Happening. And I, I feel like it's not only going to just be chart, charts, chart phenomenon, but it's also going to be, you know, I, I bet you she's going to get some Grammy award nominations. Cultural phenomenon. Yeah. It just feels like something is happening. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, lastly, Whitney Houston is back on the Hot 100 uh, with her first debut on the list since 2009 as Higher Love debuts at number 63. Uh, the track, which is co-credited to DJ producer Kygo and Houston and is a cover of Steve Winwood's number one Hot 100 hit, uh, is actually Houston's 40th charting single on the Hot 100. Amazing. And the new version of Higher Love actually has an interesting backstory because it dates back to Houston's 1990 album, I'm Your Baby Tonight. She recorded her version of Higher Love for the album, but it only ended up being on the Japanese edition of the CD. Then this year, the Houston estate approached Kaigo with the original archival recording and presented them with the opportunity to rework the track into a new single. I'm guessing that Kaigo is very pleased that they approached him about that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's quite you, the you've gift. Heard the song, obviously, yes. right? Katie? Yes, and I it's also so that was like my favorite album when I was a child. I'm your baby tonight. I did not know about this uh, about the um, Japanese version. Of course, I didn't. The internet didn't exist in 1990, um, or maybe it did, but I d- I didn't have it yet. And <laughs> um, yeah, I I like am so jazzed about this, and also I love that Whitney's legacy just continues. And now it's time for our interview with Max and Quinn ninety two. 
The duo teamed up for the top 40 radio hit Love Me Less, which rises 24 to 22 on the pop song's airplay chart this week for a new peak. We caught up with them to talk about how the song came to be, involved just a phone call, why Max calls it a vulnerable bop, and what it was like to stay straight-faced for the song's quirky video. Plus, we talk all about Max's upcoming album and tour plans and Quinn's brand new single, Stacy. So take a listen to our chat with Max and Quinn92. Would you love me less if you know the places that I've been? If you know the damage that I did? Would you love me less? No, 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 no. Hello to Max and Quinn92 and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Ooh, baby. What's up, guys? Let's go. <laughs> we can say welcome back to Max, actually, because it's like the third go around for Max on this the show. This is true. Whether and you remember We're delighted to be back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not in person. Time. Yes, exactly. Unfortunately, not in person this time. And Quinn, it's your first time on the show, so yeah. nice to meet yeah. you over Thank the phone. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Um, would you guys mind, real quick, since there's two of you, just introducing yourselves so the listeners can hear your different voices? So this right here, this is Quinn92. And this is Max, the one who says baby excessively. <laughs> maybe you should just say maybe you should just say baby like with every answer. Yeah. I, I mean, um, it just honestly, it naturally comes about. There'll be a lot of cutes. I like I need to like stop yeah. saying certain things that I It's I've, like five things you say. Cute like, baby. Cute baby. <laughs> cutie Jew. I don't know. There's like there's Listen, boo- you have boo- your boo- thing. Boo boo. Yeah, there's a lot of boo boos. <laughs> it's just New York boo. <laughs> I'm looking forward to an interview that's just nothing but cutes and boo-boos. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you could do it. That, I, I think you could answer with just cutes, boo-boos, and babies. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. So my first question is uh, cute, boo-boo, baby, 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 cute, cute. <laughs> yeah. So baby, cute, cute. Um, how do you answer that one? No, really. So um, we're actually chatting with you right after you performed uh, your song, Love Me Less, uh, for Billboard Live. Um, you also performed the song on the Today Show earlier this week. Uh, Max, how did the song come together? And Quinn, um, how did it end up as a collaboration? So Max, you start, and then Quinn, you can jump in whenever you want. Yeah, it was so sick. By the way, also, just we both met Shaq on, on the Today Show, and that was probably the <laughs> highlight of my life. So thank you, Today Show. Our, hand, our hands are both broken. I mean, broken, but also I kept saying it's. it felt like I was like I could sleep in his hand. Yeah. It was such a like warm pillow of a like I just want to cuddle with him. So um, moving on to the song, Love Me Less. Uh, no, we I, I wrote the song with uh, these guys, Ahmad and Roger, who are amazing dudes. And uh, and and Mike Quinn also, I should not say your real name. I'll just say Quinn because it'll get confusing. <laughs> Quinn, uh, Quinn also works with them all the time. And uh, and they showed him the song and he like texted me pretty much right away being like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're looking for a feature for this, mm-hmm. but... You know, I'd love to yeah, try something. It was li- yeah, it was literally one of those things where I had just gotten Max's number like not too long prior to that. And um, Ahmad, I was working with him and he showed me the song. And I just, you know, friendly just texted Max like, hey, I heard this. If, <laughs> if it's cool with you, I'd love to get on it. And he was he was more than more than welcoming. And, and yeah, so the, the whole thing has been very organic. And I think that's kind of like the nature of our friendship and all of our friends out in L.A. We have a little click circle we like walk around with and they're all musicians and they're all amazing. And we all just kind of share music and ideas and everyone's down to collaborate with one another. And, and this is no different. So, yeah, it came very, very naturally. The best way. Yeah. The best way. So, so um, you, Quinn, you're saying you got Max's cell phone number only shortly before you like yeah. wanted to collaborate. Yeah, I mean, I got I had I obviously known of Max, but I think we didn't meet. We didn't meet too long, too long before that. No, I we mean, had been like DM, wrong, the usual uh, yeah. 2019. We've been DMing on all yeah. of the Twitters and the yeah. tweeters and the Fache books and the Instagram. Fache book, Fache book. Yeah, there was no Fache book messaging, yeah. but and uh, and yeah, we just know. I mean, so yeah, answer your question. I didn't. I didn't really get his. We didn't exchange information not too long before um, the song was actually like recorded. So. 
that's just that's like you said that's 2019 that's social media that's the power of just you know reaching out to people and that's so it happened pretty quick yeah it was wow. it's been amazing amazing to to share it together it's mm-hmm. like it's yes, so, so yeah, cute baby. yeah, yeah baby. baby it was cute <laughs> <laughs> so uh speaking of cute this yeah. song is is very cute it's upbeat super fun to listen to but it's also really like personal and vulnerable with the lyrics kind of worrying about scaring someone off if they know you too well mm-hmm. um you know was it intentional to have the sound and the subject matter take such different directions like that oh yes a vulnerable bop a vulnerable bop is what we were going yes for, for sure very much a <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, uh, the story of how it, it first came about was, um, you know, I, I my last song, Lights Down Low, I wrote for my wife, and I proposed to her with it, and this is sort of the evolution of that, of where it came from, from my story, where I had this ex, and she was not so happy about our breakup, and she uh, threatened to get my British wife deported, which I knew she didn't really mean, but it was also really intense. My <laughs> wife didn't know that she didn't mean that, and when she found out, she was like, this is this could ruin my whole life, and I was like, I don't think she's really going to do it, I just think it was just her being upset. It was the first time we had really had a moment where I was like, I don't know if we're going to recover from this. She was so upset about it. And that's where the original, like, we got in the studio and this Love Me Less idea came about. And this whole just, you know, the right people love you more and not less for your for your baggage. And and uh, and Mr. Mr. Quinn 92 just got married as well. So mm-hmm. he knows that yeah. life, you know. So, so I'm, just... I am just entering. Max, is, he's been giving me some, some, some marriage uh, tips just the last couple. I've only been married for like two weeks now. So uh, it's we're two married men, you know. Just, <laughs> Just singing our hearts out and singing our hearts out. That's it, man. <laughs> Trying to survive out here. <laughs> yeah, but congratulations, thing. Quinn. Yeah. By the way, we reached out to interview you like a, like a month ago, and your um, reps wrote us back, and they're like, uh, "Actually, he's getting married right now, so yeah, he can't do it." Yeah, I was, I was slightly pre- preoccupied, but no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's it's good you have your priorities in straight. Really, yes, yes. yes. Um, it's it's weird that the video is is kind of more true life, and the song is more true life than we sort of thought, right? <laughs> um, except, except Quinn, you didn't marry Max's ex in real no, life, no, right? No, just imagine okay. that. That, that <laughs> storyline would have been crazy. That would be sick. But just, just a fun twist yeah. in a four-minute yeah. mu- music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, since we're talking about the video, yeah. um, you know, if you are listening and you haven't watched it yet, just press pause on this podcast and watch <laughs> it, and then come back to us because it's fantastic. Um, where, like, I, I just going to ask where the concept came from, but you basically just told us what was it like filming this video and you know, kind of trying to keep a straight face during it it's very it's very it's very like stone face during the entire thing you guys really carried off fantastically it was so hard yeah there's some really good well, that, bloopers you, yeah you just you just released the bloopers yeah yeah, yeah it was fun yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> but the girl who played my friend uh we had my parents in the video my actual wife in the video and then the the ex was a, a best friend of mine who when i asked her to do it she's like you want me to be the evil ex in this video like i don't know if i should be offended <laughs> or not but she slayed it and uh <laughs> But she was going for it. The things she was saying to both of us during her little fights, like she slapped me with cussing pizza, cussing me out. There, yeah. was a, there was a lot of like, she said the most random stuff. In the bloopers, she legitimately says, sweaty ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed, of course. Like yeah. how it was so hard to keep us and, and lip sync. Yeah. Yeah. So it was but a, the uh, the director of the video, Drew Kirsch, is um, someone I have worked with prior to this, like two videos on. And then, you know, again, kind of going back to how the song was formed, like Drew, I just think, caught wind of you somehow. or yeah, I don't know, yeah. but you probably vice versa, caught wind of him through my stuff. And then exactly. he was more than happy to reach out and, and work. And, you know, it's, it's just cool, again, to like recycle these people in our little like crew of, of friends and, and you know Drew just did the Taylor Swift video like he's so sick so it's crazy yeah it's really it's cool to see friends really succeed and but also it's 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 easier to get stuff done because everyone's already has this bond and 
you're not working with a stranger. So it was it was a really cool day to do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Drew is amazing. It's, yeah. He has such a distinct style yes. too. It's so cool to like. Yes, he picks up when he's you know doing the treatments with the different artists. He picks up their vibe, and you know he really does a great job of keeping his own thing and yep. also bringing their thing in. Yep. Yep. I would um, say that color was probably a big deal for him too, because obviously you have the yellow theme running through um, your video and all your new, you know, social media and stuff right now. And then obviously Taylor's video was so like rainbow, you know, yeah. kaleidoscopic. Like, is that is that kind of like the style that Drew brings to things? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would say. I mean, from from stuff he's done with me, I mean, he he has a very so. For example, Wes Anderson's a big inspiration to to the, mm. my visuals and my aesthetic as, as like branding goes, and so Drew. Um, just so happened to be very good at that stuff with just getting really nice symmetrical shots done and, and bright colors like pastels and all that stuff. And it's funny, Max, again, has very similar branding to me in, in, in that term. So um, this was a pretty easy transition. So for easy. Yeah, I, I like think how many cool. artists love yellow? Yeah. It's so yeah. like. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and yellow actually, <laughs> yes. ye- yellow was the cover, like color of my first album. So Drew's already experimented with yellow with me. And so like doing this was just another day in the uh, day at work for him. We can swap yellow clothes. Yeah. He literally, yeah. I think you wore, you wore some of my, my wife did a uh, styling yeah. for the video and she, I think you wore something of ours of yellow. We just swap yellow clothes all the time. It's yeah. just a beautiful relationship, yeah. baby. You know, it's everything from clothing to the music. Yeah. So yeah. marriage advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I have, I have sort of like a 17 part question about the video not really um you just mentioned something your wife styled the clothing in the video she like selected the clothing or helped out no she did yeah she did all the styling for the video which was super cool she um she does she's really great with the fashion she does all of my um my stage clothes and stuff so she's a okay so so it was her that picked the incredibly tiny yellow shorts that you're wearing <laughs> oh yes it was her that is a bathing suit i own now so <laughs> i was gonna say those those shorts just looked a little bit too dangerous to wear frankly i'm like you know this is gonna go real wrong if there's one false move go just saying hammock but you know next video yeah, man just yeah. love me i want to make branded love me less banana hammocks <laughs> you for, think of the merch the max you're missing out on the merch options here man that's what i'm saying exactly. or just a bikini um, that has love me and then less, less on, on the, the bikini. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll sell. Love well, me but. more. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> he got someone and this is like, no, it won't sell well. But you never know. Love me more. That's actually better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna make it a banana hammock, don't say less. Come on now, dude. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about we've that. fallen and, into a rabbit hole. Yeah. So 5%, sorry. You got five percent of the of the sales, boo. Let's go. I, I, yeah, boo. I'm leaving. I'm leaving this job right now, Katie. Sorry. Back to you. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say. <laughs> You uh, you had your wife also uh, co-star in the video, and she also co-starred in your Lights Down Low video. Is this just a matter of her being kind of the muse behind these songs, or you know, a, an excuse to spend more time with your wife? <laughs> like, uh, why yeah. you know, why does she keep popping up? <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. All of the above. I'm not going to say something to get me in trouble. So yeah, <laughs> that's why. And I love her so much. I love you, both. <laughs> it, 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 uh, honest question is, I, I mean, and we sort of joked about it a little bit, but, you know, you said how, you know, your ex threatened to, like, deport your wife and you 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 cast one of your good friends as, like, the crazy ex. I mean, is that sort of an uncomfortable situation now where you have this song that and a video that is depicting a relationship that went bad with a person that, you know, people may or may not identify with you? Is that sort of uncomfortable to kind of have that out in the atmosphere about this real life person? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're artists. We got to do it. Her, her roommate texted me like the first day I was doing promo and was like, oh, man, you can't move on. 
like this is so messed up and I was like I've been married for four years I'm chilling this is just like yeah. what we do you have to write your truth <laughs> yeah. and like what else am I going to write about you know yeah. so yeah I think I think too like as an artist you just need to the best stuff comes from like maybe the, 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 the worst parts of your life and the deepest like the things you don't want to talk about I guess and so I think it's your I think it's our responsibility to, to say this stuff because there's probably thousands of people out there who are going through similar, maybe not deportation, but, uh, <laughs> so, you know, have have a crazy ex. I mean, I have, I have a song about an ex-girlfriend and like you just can't be afraid, I think, to answer that question, like to, 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 to flesh that, that, that thing out there for people to see, you know. So um, I, and I think the, the best artists are able to do that and are comfortable doing that. So I mean, totally. Max nailed that. So, yeah. Well, I also try to be respectful. Like, I, I hope all the best for her. I really, I really, no, course, I really yeah. hope she's happy. Like, you know, it wasn't a good relationship, but I was in it too. I mm-hmm. was weak enough to stay in it for mm-hmm. however long I did. And no, she wasn't the right person. But I think that you, yeah, you learn from each one. And, and truthfully, I think that, you know, she really, she really is. She, she's, she's a cool person. I knew she didn't really mean that thing that she said. But it didn't change the fact that my wife didn't know her, and she was like, "You don't understand. Like I've been here my for ten years, yeah. And the thought of someone who doesn't even know me, uh, just wanting to like do harm to me because she yeah. still loves you, is something I don't want to. Something I don't want to face, you know. Yeah. But that's and that's on both ends. Like if you if you date somebody who's uh, who's doing their thing and they're writing about their story, be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you might uh, you might be a part of the next story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You date Taylor Swift, you're gonna have a song about you. Get ready for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna pop up mm. on the radio. Well, um, speaking uh, of the radio, yeah, speaking of the radio, yeah, <laughs> Becky, your your life is ruined, Becky. Becky, <laughs> I, you don't um, have good hair anymore. Yeah. People are ripping it out every day. I'm sure. <laughs> Boom. All right, boo. Um, okay, so. <laughs> There's no good transition here, but uh, the song, which is a hit on our pop songs chart, um, it's 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 a Max's third uh, hit on our pop songs airplay chart, which measures the most popular songs on Top 40 Radio each week, and it's actually the first hit for Quinn on the chart. Yes. So congratulations yes. to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also, the song already has more than 20 million on-demand streams in the United States, according to Nielsen Music. So we'll 20 that. million. That's a big number. Yep. Um, have <laughs> you both been like hearing? Jesus, as I always say. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you both been hearing from fans about the song and and kind of like what's been um, making it connect with them? Like, have they been sort of telling you about how they feel about the song and how it's been moving them? I don't know. Um, it, it, that's a tough question. I think it's one. I personally haven't gotten. I've seen a lot of engagement on social media. Um, not necessarily reasons the song is connecting but everyone's just giving really positive feedback about it just saying they they just they, they use that term bop you know and, <laughs> They're and it's summertime and i think it's just it kind of goes hand in hand with the weather and you know school's out and it's just like that light it's i mean clearly there's like max was just saying there's a there's a deeper subject matter to the song but um i just think the energy and stuff it's 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 a refreshing pop song for 2019 i think it's it, i think that's why it's resonating with people um, I heard it on the radio today, just coming here actually in the car, and so it's it, again, it's just it's it's crazy, and it's it's one of those. I think it's the sleeper song right now at the moment, oh, yeah. like, and it just it kind of sneaks up on you. But I mean, unbiasedly, I think when you hear it, it's, it just feel you feel good. So I think that's I don't know. Can you can you yeah say anything more? But that, I, I think yeah. there's like a secret sauce to it that I, yeah. I can't really crack yet. It's funny. I think it's like you guys said. I, I think a lot of people don't. Um, you know, it's you know, oh, it's hard to say this because I, I I will always love Michael Jackson songs. It's weird yeah. to still like them. Yeah. But I always bring up Billie Jean. Oh yeah. Because it's a song that I never really realized the lyrics to until I like stripped it down. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of people haven't really stripped down this record yet. Like yeah. you guys just have. Yeah. So they're just bopping to it and they don't know. 
Open your ears. It's going to stab them right in the heart pretty soon. We're ready. For, no, but we're just stoked that people are, are, yeah. are living their best life to it. And, Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that's it's been cute. A couple people have been have been saying nice things about it, like uh, like how they've like got out of you know relationships that mm-hmm. they that were toxic, and they appreciate the sentiment and stuff, which is great. Yes. And of course, aside from Love Me Less, you both have your own music that you're working on right now and your own uh, tours, your own concerts, etc. So let's dive into that a second. So Max, you just played the first date on your Intimate AF tour at New York's Mercury Lounge. Um, And I think that there's only three dates total on that tour. But um, does this mean that's like a full album? I was going to say, is there, are there more dates? Is there a full album on the way? Like, what do you have on the horizon? Yeah, yeah, there's a full album on the way. These were sort of just, uh, I wanted to do really tiny, tiny, intimate shows to sort of start off this whole cycle now that we have the first song from the album out. And uh, once we do the album, oh, we going big, baby. We going big, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, we're doing a bunch of these. Uh, we're doing them in Europe and a bunch of other places. And it was so special. Mike and I uh, got to do Love Me Less last night at Mercury Lounge, which... Mm-hmm. It was your first show ever in New yeah, York. Yeah, I played Mercury like th- almost, I think it's like three years now, um, three years ago, uh, my first show ever here in the city. So um, it was very nostalgic, but the, the room is perfect. Like I was telling him, if you want an intimate show, that's like, that's where you should go in, in New York. So it was it was killer. It was yeah. a very good night. It was sick, and I had night. never played there before, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I grew up here. I like I guess I kind of just went to like uh, some other rooms before, after. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, a uh, bunch, of, bunch of shows, announcing more of the intimate AF shows <laughs> for other places soon. And then yeah, and once the Max, can out, you oh. say? I was gonna say, can you say how far along you are on the album at the oh, moment? Oh yeah, it's getting real close. So Quinn, we're talking on a Thursday right now, and you actually have a new song that is coming out on Friday tomorrow. But midnight. for the listeners, yeah, at midnight they they will have heard the song by the time this yes. uh, airs. Yes. So I'm wondering, like now that it's out in the world, like what can you talk? It's it's called Stacy. Yes. What can you tell us about this this brand new song? Yeah, yeah, um, it's called Stacy, and uh, not Stacy's mom. So just. To, <laughs> That. So and, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. It's it's gets the first single off my next my next record that's um, that's coming soon, and uh, I just wanted to go a little more. I wanted to make this whole album has this uh, has this without giving too many spores. The vibe of it is very nostalgic in my opinion, and I wanted to make a record that was really about like my experience in high school and, and what high schoolers go through and stuff. And I wanted to make a song though that you felt like you've already heard. And I know that sounds weird, but just something that. You know, just just feels, feels familiar. Yeah, familiar. That's a good way of putting it. Yes, um, nostalgic, familiar, however you want to say it. Um, and I wrote this one with a friend of mine, John Bellion, who's extremely talented, and Michael Pollock, who's another songwriter, and Jordan Odegaard, who's a producer. And um, yeah, we made it not long ago. This thing, this thing came about like no more than a month ago, and it just felt really special. And I literally just kind of crafted my entire idea of the album off this off this song so um you know i hope people really enjoy it and i'm I'm really confident about it i haven't felt this way about a record in a while so feels good yeah it feels good just to have more music out and especially for the summertime especially off the heels of of love me less so i'm hoping there's a some momentum behind it so we will we will see yeah you move quickly because your sophomore album just came out in February. I know, I know. This is, I mean, I, we're in that day and age where streaming is just like pe- the attention spans are, as you, I'm sure you know, are, are, are shorter. And I just feel like people want more and more and more. And I've, I've never yeah. put out two albums in one year. And that's something that I'm, I'm going to try to accomplish this year. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. You're going the future route. <laughs> yeah, the future. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so. All right. Well, you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. And good luck with the song and all your new projects. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys.
much to Max and to Quinn for talking with us. It was uh, it was a true pleasure. It was a, I, it was cute. I believe was their frequent word. And now it's time for the chart stat of the week. Ten years ago, this week, the Black Eyed Peas had a feeling that they would dominate the Hot 100 chart that year. On the Hot 100, dated July 11, 2009, the Peas saw their single, I Got a Feeling, rise from number two to number one, bumping the group's own Boom Boom Pow out of the top slot after 12 straight weeks at number one. Then, I Got a Feeling spent 14 weeks at number one, for a combined 26 weeks in a row at number one in 2009 for the Black Eyed Peas. Now, with that stunning sum of weeks at number one, the Black Eyed Peas are the group with the most weeks at number one in a calendar year on the Hot 100. And only two acts have registered more weeks in a single year. Usher with 28 in 2004 and Drake with 29 in 2018. So there you have it. 10 years ago this week, the Black Eyed Peas ruled the Hot 100 and were on their way to rewriting the chart record books thanks to the one-two punch of Boom Boom Pow and I Got a Feel. Here we come, here we go, we gotta rock, 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 rock. easy come, easy go, now we on top, feel the shot, body rock, rock it, don't stop, Alrighty then. So, um, that's our big shoe. Any parting words, Katie? Oh man. Well, I think you just need to get back here next week. How does that sound? I'll make that happen. <laughs> what song should we go out on? Um, I feel the earth move in, in light of the earth. Oh my God. That's perfect. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. I feel the earth move under my